Hello family, welcome back to In The Grey Podcast with Now Lady Create, where nothing is black or white, but somewhere in between and nowhere in between, all at the same time. Like, I can't believe that the year is over. Like, we are in the last day of 2023 and my brain is just like only catching on to the fact that the year is over how did this happen anyway um i figured i started the year with a solid intention session and it would only make sense for me to end it with a reflective session and like I always try to navigate life with like a word from somewhere else or a quote or whatever. So for today's episode, um, this is actually, I have no idea who said this, but yeah. Um, the quote says, without reflection, we go blindly on our way, creating more unintended consequences and failing to achieve anything useful. With that quote, I wanted to sit and reflect on the year that has been 2023. Um, And I think I want to first reflect based on the intentions I set here on the podcast. As we all know, if we've all been listening to the podcast throughout the year, all five episodes of them, I hardly met any of those expectations. Although I really tried, I promise. The second half of my reflection, I want to do some gratitude work based on my lived experience outside of those set intentions that I shared. Because this year, Mudimu Le Madimu really showed up for me. So I genuinely started the year thinking like I'm gonna hit the ground running um, with content creation, not just with the podcast. And I literally hit up my sister, my mom, with the parenting ideas I had from around like week one of the year. But somehow we were always kind of in different places at different times, and it kind of didn't come together. Um, Things just, yeah, things just didn't come together. And as it relates to recording as an individual, right, um, like episodes that just need a lady, I realized I didn't really have kind of an accountability partner, right? You know how when you're at work, you have your boss, you have someone to answer to. You have people that count on you and rely on you to do the thing. And I mean, you guys are amazing. And I'm grateful for listening and showing up. But there's like something about kind of having someone else um, who is part of your team um, or part of the guidance or someone you have to account to for meeting deadlines. And I think a huge part of me not showing up as much as I wanted to for the podcast or as much as I'd intended to was the fact that I was a team of one 
and that kind of you know enables one to procrastinate or doesn't give one enough reasons not to procrastinate yeah so i realized that like having an accountability partner or having a team would be extremely helpful and i think sitting here and just thinking about that kind of thing and having more clarity around um why consistency is so difficult because like guys i honestly have i'm sure 12 episodes of things that i really want to talk to and bring to the podcast that i think would be exciting from guests to conversations as an individual but like i really would like it if all i needed to do was sit down and record and so i think like making note of those kinds of things that would make it easier for me just to be creative just to show up is definitely things going into the next year i'm looking into and trying to navigate better but before getting and finding a team i think i'm learning to be more kind with myself and pace myself and create space for me not to be particularly perfect in the ways i record and show up um, so that I can show up from a really good, authentic space, um, yeah, for the podcast and like social media overall. And so those kind of like my reflections um, around the podcast specifically and the intentions that's it. To be honest, I really, 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 really still want to do. Um, the different series that I had intended to do this year and hopefully I have a better shot <laughs> and better organization um, to do it in the coming year because I think all of those conversations are meaningful and they are still incredibly important to me to have and to share. So I think just for the first half, that's where my mind is and where my spirit is and the lessons that I've learned about myself in terms of showing up for content creation. For the second part of the podcast, I really just wanted to just go through things that I'm incredibly grateful for that have happened this year because I feel I have so much to be grateful for. So much has happened that has pleasantly surprised me and like for real for real you know god of my ancestors really showed up for me this year i have decided to divide my gratitude list into three parts events stuff that i just exclusively personal and work um i guess events and work go together but i think i separated them because work kind of looks like my nine to five i can't even believe that i'm saying that um and events are usually like stuff that are personal um and that i've always deeply cared about um and random things that i never expected to happen so we're going to start with the personal my six-year-old started a new school um she's a big girl in big school and that was like such a 
beautiful thing to witness in the beginning of the year to start the year with a person that I have raised literally wearing a backpack going to school was like so fulfilling and made me realize just not just how much she has grown but how much I have grown as a person um, to see her going to new school so that was like a really great way to start the year and the second thing that I think is something I really really am grateful for even though I've been intending to do it for a very long time and it's been chilling in the back of my mind is like pursuing African spirituality more actively um if you've spent any time listening to this podcast you know that I have a very Christian background um and have spent quite a bit of my life pursuing Christianity and for most people um in a lot of ways that directly clashes with African spirituality but for me as an individual it's always been in the back of my head I've always been curious about what exploring that would look like what exploring the idea of um, or the reality of my ancestors, because it's not just an idea now, but it used to be while I was growing up pursuing Christianity. It was just an idea in the back of my mind that I minimized. And one of my biggest achievements this year is pursuing it actively, but also pursuing it in ways that feel most like myself, allowing spirit to guide me allowing christianity even to guide me through african spirituality so that's something that i'm really really grateful for that's happened this year and another thing in my personal life that has really really been a big deal is the fact that i moved out of my parents home okay like i literally moved into my own place which was i think very organic and happened when it should and in in moments where i felt it was incredibly important to be my own person because i've always been the type of person that says you know what if i can save on rent and if i can save on just like being around my family all the time and not needing to do too much responsibility um manikali i've always been like ah you can stay with your parents until you're 30 if you have to or until you're like yeah 35 whatever but i think moving out was like such a good um an organic experience because i think finding myself as an individual separate from Um, my family and separate from the responsibilities I've always kind of carried on my shoulders was like such a big thing for me and yeah it's been really really great um and my partner joined me and moved in with me later this year so that was also like something that was incredibly meaningful um a big transition from being long distance to living together but it's been a jump and I think even that part happened so organically and naturally and wasn't forced and wasn't like deep and heavy but was really just what felt right for us in the time when it did happen and how it happened so those like that's literally one thing 
in two. That's two things in one. Yeah. Um, that happened around just moving into my own place and then it becoming mine and my partner's place. Um, and I think just jumping onto the wagon of me and my partner, we literally celebrated a year and a half together this year. I mean, obviously a year first and then a year and a half. But just that level of growth and commitment and making it that far, given just like a lot of things that have happened and how our relationship has transitioned and grown and developed has been like such a beautiful thing to experience, albeit hard um, at some points, but it's been a jump and I'm so grateful to have been able to celebrate this time with her um yeah and i think those are like the things that happened in my personal life that i'm really really grateful for just growth all around i think is the theme for my personal growth also i've reignited my relationship with christianity and christ in prayer even though it's been like a you know, like I'll be in a high and then I'll just be like, oh, I don't know what that looks like, what it means. But just being more active in taking note of my movement in my spirituality has also been very fulfilling. So I think in my personal capacity, a lot, if I were to give it one word, it would just be growth. Yeah, I think that's like the one word that I'd label um, for my personal capacity. And then in terms of work, let's start with the fact that like the idea of a nine to five (laughs) has always been a thing I have vehemently rejected. Like I've just been like, I am not doing that. That is not my portion. I'm not going to do it. But when I applied for this um, program, right, or this job, I I was very intrigued intentional in doing it in 2022 because i remember just applying for it while i was applying for other jobs but having like a very active desire to be in the education space um and i got the job and when i did get the job i remember just thinking a lot about what is like my unique selling point for this particular job and what would make me special and so just a bit of context the job my nine to five was working with kids at a school so i was a teacher's assistant um and i was so excited and so intentional because one of the things that god had spoken and spirit had affirmed in my heart was going into the educational space and not just going into the educational space but going into that space and being active in teaching and opening up kids' minds around education in art, right? So being more active in the extracurricular space and planting a seed in that particular field. So I think I was so excited to start the new job. And one of the things that I have learned um, was that it is so important for kids, especially um, in the primary schooling, to have someone who's just there 
to listen to them, um, to be their biggest sibling, to laugh with them, to say it's okay to make mistakes, to say it's okay to grow, it's okay not to know. Because I think when you're a kid in school, it's so easy for you to feel the pressure of getting everything right. And one of the biggest lessons for me was being able to say to them, it's okay not to get it right. It's okay not to know. It is okay to just be and exist and learn without pressure to perform. And so the first lesson that I really, really want to celebrate is building a community of art for the learners, right? So teaching them new art forms, teaching them what miming is, how to explore that. And not just because it's a thing that the school says you must do, but because you are really, really good at it and it's important. And exploring the idea of how important it is um, to explore yourself, to explore your environment, to learn about it through art. And so building that community for the learners I worked with was like so fulfilling. Um, And the second thing was just like how much I enjoy coaching and like I think a lot about that or I've thought a lot about it over the years but being able to create a space where you can guide and be an ear and help with developing a talent was so fulfilling for me um and on top of that to be able to coach kids that do really really well in areas that they didn't even think they'd do well in um like leading my kids to winning a provincial championship um in the category of mime right um which is a thing that they didn't they just thought they'd participate in the competition oh do well yeah go to the next round and perform and then just go back home into their school but for them to have something that is a first in their school, it's a first in their district for them to win. It was like so fulfilling and gave me so much joy, not just for myself, but for them to see their pride, to see how confident they were, not just inside the extracurricular department, but like academically and how they carried themselves in the school and how much more seriously they took themselves was like so beautiful to watch um and like on a personal note that had nothing to do with the kids being able to find my voice in the space i ended up emceeing events for the kids emceeing events um in the art department um of the district where I was working, just being the go-to person as a program director, being the go-to person to lead events was like such a fulfilling thing because it affirmed me in my emceeing capacity, in my program directing capacity, in my people skills capacity, because it's so easy for me to fall into the trap of believing that I should just hide and being called upon by people who I'm working with for the first time to say, hey, Tsotezi, we saw you emceeing, we saw you coaching your kids and like they responded so well to you. Would you mind emceeing such and such an event? Would you mind um, program directing? Would you mind being 
you know, part of the people that conduct the entire event was such a fulfilling thing for me. So that was just like beautiful in the workspace. Um, And the third thing or the third category of things that I wanted to just note that I'm very, very grateful for is events. So I host events and I love participating in events that other people host. And my first event for this year was business conversation was a business conversation which i co-hosted my company co-hosted with um recon consulting which is so beautiful like one of my favorite things to do ever in life is to like host spaces where creatives um, and business owners entrepreneurs particularly young um business owners and entrepreneurs creatives from kasi coming together to discuss their growth to discuss their self-development to discuss um the ways in which they want to grow themselves the ways in which they want to create employment the ways in which they want to access opportunities to become better not just for themselves but for their communities and being able to host um this event in the first quarter of the year like fulfilled me so much that words can't express so that was the first event that i did of the year and the second event that i attended and i was a part of was queerhood circle um which is hosted by neo ianla one of my favorite um podcasters one of my favorites just like visionaries um that i met and found or found me this year and queerhood circle is just a community or an event or a series of events that's hosted to discuss queer life to celebrate queer life to facilitate queer healing and for the i did two events with them and the first one i was a panelist um and it was just like so fulfilling to be part of a panel that spoke to my personhood that spoke to uh my journey as a queer person but my contribution and how i think queerness should be celebrated and how we can heal and just exist in society was so fulfilling in so many different ways the second event um they invited me to be a facilitator um and speak to like such brilliant minded people and that was also so heartwarming and i managed to go to the event with my partner which was also so beautiful just kind of like not even as a date but just as an experience together to be together to celebrate our queerness to navigate healing and to navigate socializing with other queer people which is like so beautiful um the third event that i really want to highlight is freedom rights which is an event that I started hosting in 2019 I think just after I dropped out and I thought how do I celebrate art um and also celebrate myself because I fa- I found it I still found it very hard then to celebrate my birthday and so I thought about how can I make it meaningful right how can I create another meaning to my birthday that celebrated not just me but other people that do what I do and so I founded freedom rights um with a w <laughs> um and yeah so this year I did another version of it and it was so beautiful and so intimate and I recorded a podcast it's on here you can listen to it um and it was such a beautiful experience to so just have people gather around we had poetry 
we had music and we just gathered in conversation and in art and it was just like such a beautiful way to celebrate my birthday another event that was really really special to me was my sister's graduation in may just seeing her celebrate the journey that is education and so much else that has happened throughout her journey to graduating was like so heartwarming and so fulfilling and i was so overwhelmed with gratitude and i was really 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 proud of her and overwhelmed with how much of her goodness showed up just in that or her resilience um showed up and that was just beautiful Another thing, which is an event, but also very personal, was the fact that I had my first ever river visit. So this goes hand in hand with pursuing African spirituality more actively. But I noted it down because it was one of those things that I had um, put in my calendar as an event. Because when you do, when you start rituals or when you start practices that feed your spirit, it feels like just like an event that you really want to celebrate and i feel like so much um came up in that particular event that gave birth to so much more that i did um throughout the year and so those are just like a short list of things that i'm really really grateful for uh, i'm sure so much more has happened my little sister was saying to me the other day that if i were to speak about my year like <laughs> i'd be testifying for like the whole day and no one else would get a chance to talk um and those are i just think things i wanted to note and celebrate about this year another thing that wasn't on my list but it's coming to my mind is that my partner and i did our first big gig um this year together and i'll tell you more about it next year closer to it being made known to the public but that was such a beautiful surprise and such a beautiful way to end the year. And I'm so grateful. And I hope that you find a moment before the year ends, before the countdown, to celebrate, to take inventory of what has happened this year in your life and how you want to give thanks and gratitude. Because before abundance comes gratitude the more grateful we are the more we open ourselves up to having more capacity for things to happen and yeah so as the year end i hope and i pray you find ways to be grateful i hope and i pray that god and your ancestors show up for you in ways that you need them to so that your cup runneth over and it never stops running over and you have space and room to explore yourself, to explore your life, to explore spirit more intensely and more actively. Lesedi, Chaya.